Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Neo Shabin. This audio series is true crime horror stories that happen to real people. Things that we just can't explain. I always say the creepiest crimes happen in small towns. Maybe it's because it's so many hidden secrets. Who knows? Before we start, we just want to give a very big shout out to our sponsors, Gore Culture, your first stop for all horror-related content, preferred source for latest thrillers, sci-fi, horror films, news, and more. And also, big shout out to MBB Films Productions for giving us a platform. It's evil. Real Alabama cases. Did Kate West Online Life play a role in her mysterious death? Kate West's lifeless body was found outside of Clara, Alabama home by a neighbor who noticed her lying partially dressed in the street. Police soon learned the 42-year-old stay-at-home mom had an active social media life, including an active OnlyFans account. Authorities initially considered whether an overzealous fan caused her death. A beautiful woman nude in the street in a nice subdivision, says reporter Carol Robinson at CBS News Consultant. That is what doesn't happen every day around here. And that is what drove this story. Kate West had hundreds of fans on OnlyFans, a subscription-only website popular with celebrities and social media influencers alike, where content providers and consumers can communicate. Just last week, 18-year-old rapper more than $1 million posting lifestyle content on OnlyFans in only six hours. Like many, Kate West had used this site to post adult content. For three years, correspondent Maureen Morhauer and 48 Hours have been investigating Kate's death. It's a case about an unconventional marriage, a mom with a fixation on Marilyn Monroe, and the question of whether her online life could have led to her death. Lorraine knows some of the risk of OnlyFans all too well. When she couldn't live on a paramedic modest salary in New York City, Kiwi says she turned to the popular platform as a way to make ends meet, posting nudes under an alias. She says her world exploded last December when a toppled newspaper went public with her full name, the name of her employer, and even where she lived. I definitely wish things had gone differently in my experience. I'm pretty proud of who I am today, Kiwi says in her first television interview. Sometimes I think about Kate West and I think about where she could have been today and how much more of her life she could have fulfilled, Kiwi says. But how did Kate West die? Was it murder? And if so, by whom? Could it have been an accident? There were so many things about the death that struck police as odd. At the death scene, Kate's husband, Jeff, was oddly reserved. She was found with a fatal head wound and a bottle of absinthe lying on top of her phone nearby. There were so many things about her death. It just didn't seem right would have landed in such a way other than being staged, said police. One look at her online presence made it clear. Kathleen West put the social in social media. It was out there for the whole world to see. And friends like Brittany extroverted in the real world. She was always the life of the party as well. Brittany. Kate would get on stage and sing. She couldn't sing for the life of her, but she would sing. Carol. Kate was proud of who she was. So on January 13, 2018, when the 42-year-old wife and mother, widely known as Kate, was found dead in the street near her Alabama home, veteran reporter and CBS consultant Carol Robinson smelled a story. She later arrived at the scene and started hunting to see if Kate's past could help explain her death. Nancy Martin. She loved to be outside. John Martin. Yes, that was her big deal. She had a swing set. Kate's parents, Nancy and John Martin, as a kid in Florida, she doted on her dolls. Maureen Mayer. And did she want to be a mom someday? 
Nancy Martin. Absolutely, yes. John Martin. When she got a little bit older, she wanted to do modeling. Marine Mayor. What was the obsession with Marilyn Monroe? Brittany. She kind of looked like her, she says. She tried to reenact some of her photos, her hairdos. She loved her. She was obsessed with Marilyn Monroe and was trying to emulate her in every way. As Carol Robinson retracted the lines of Kate's life, she realized her resemblance to the troubled movie star was more than skin deep. There were always self-esteem issues there. She craved adulation from some people, whether she knew them or not. As time went on, Kate's parents says her feelings of isolation, self-doubt, and depression spiraled out of control. It was a tough few years, her parents says. She was battling bipolar disorder and drinking too much. But by 2004, the broken pieces of Kate's life finally began to fall into place. It happened at a Super Bowl party. Nancy. And that's where she met Jeff. Kate struck up a conversation with a local army recruiter named Jeff West. They fell in love on the first date. It was really love at first sight. Within the year, they were married in Las Vegas. They moved around the country for Jeff's job. And in 2005, they had a daughter, Lola. Lola was her light. She adored her daughter. At the recruiter station, Brittany says Jeff West basically had her husband at hello. Marine, what was your impression of him? He just seemed super reassuring and nice. He was just nice. So nice, she says. So nice, she says, that he even invited the Dreslers to his home. His wife, Kate, answered the door. Brittany, she was just in her tank top and shorts and really happy. Right off the bat, she was like, you want a drink? (laughs) Brittany says as far as she could tell, Kate and Jeff were happy. Seeing how Kate carried herself and what she looked like and then seeing Jeff, I know opposites attract, but I was like, that guy pulled that girl? Huh. It never really made sense to me until I started getting to know them more. Maureen, you would not describe this as conventional marriage. Brittany, definitely not. When it came to the unspoken rule of entertaining, she admits Kate was so colorful that she sometimes colored outside the lines. Brittany, she would jump from the kitchen counter and shirtless, brawless. Maureen, wait, in front of you and your husband? Brittany, yes, my husband would go. Oh my gosh. The couple hung out at home, but also started going to bars and clubs. Marine, did you ever see the two of them fight? Brittany, Kate would fight. Jeff would not. Kate would get emotional when she was drunk. She would get loud. She would get um, feisty. But he would sit there and just say, okay, boo-boo. Okay, I love you. All right, baby girl. Marine, you never saw an ounce of jealousy from him. Brittany, never. Carol, That surprised me because I don't think many men would feel that way. Carol says Jeff was proud of having an attractive wife. In 2014, West had moved to Alabama, where he had a job as a campus police officer. The couple always made time to be together with a regular date night, including on the night of January 12, 2018. Jeff's parents had then 12-year-old Lola for the evening. They go out to a restaurant, you know, they have some drinks and dinner. They stopped at a liquor store security camera showed the couple shopping apparently without a care in the world. Everything seemed fine at that point. At one point, he even patted her on the butt. But it would be the last time Kate would ever be seen alive. What happened to Kate? When Brittany Dresler learned of Kate's death, she immediately contacted Jeff West. Brittany, I just was shocked, baffled. I don't believe it. What happened? How did this happen? And his answer was just, I don't know. Neither did Markarsha. Markarsha. 
It was dark. It was cold. Markarsha had been driving to work before dawn that day when she spotted something. I think I see a person lying in the road. Well, halfway. Markosha went home to get her parents. They returned to the scene. Her body was frozen, like frozen. It was... I was traumatized. I was just in the car crying. They asked to see if she was breathing or not. She wasn't, and we just waited for the police to get there. Kate West was found lying in a pool of blood across the street from her house. Detectives noticed that there was another blood pool nearby. Next to Kate's body, her cell phone, and an open bottle of liquor. The kind she and her husband had been seen purchasing the night before. Carol Robinson, who saw the crime scene photos, also thought it looked staged. Carol. The bottle was placed on the phone. Maureen. By somebody. She says there was somebody at the scene whose behavior caught authorities' attention. Jeff West standing in the doorway. At one point, he was on the porch smoking a cigarette and watching. And when Sergeant Mike spoke to Jeff inside. Sergeant Mike. His behavior was not what I expected it to be, knowing that his wife was outside. Maureen. What was your reaction to it? Sergeant Mike. Everybody grieves in a different way, and that was something I kept telling myself. Kate had a roughly two-inch gash on the left side of her head. The cause of death was blunt force trauma. Sergeant Mike. The injuries that she suffered was enough to actually fracture the skull. The autopsy showed signs of sex, but there was no indication of sexual assault. Also, her blood alcohol level was nearly three times the legal limit. Still, the medical examiners could not say exactly how Kate sustained the injury. The manner of death was undetermined. Was it an accident? Was Kate so intoxicated that she fell and cracked her head? Or was it murder? And if so, who killed Kate West? Authorities searched the neighborhood for clues and witnesses. Jeff went to headquarters. Police said he stayed for about six hours. Maureen. Was Jeff cooperative? Carol. Absolutely. Jeff was adamant with police. He had no idea what had happened to Kate. He speculated she may have died by accident. He also said their marriage was in a good place. Sergeant Mike. I think it would be fair to characterize her as a, an exhibitionist. She enjoyed the attention. Jeff revealed he would actually photograph and help her post suggestive photos online, where hundreds of paying subscribers knew her as Kitty Cat West. She was very out loud about it. She was making money. But Brittany says for Kate, it was about a lot more than money. Yes, you have your husband, but you always want to be pretty to others. And remarkably, Jeff seemed to love it. Brittany says 2018 Kate online activity had really ramped up. She'd been using the subscription OnlyFans to share adult photos and videos. She was starting to get knee deep in that type of industry. And with OnlyFans came a new feature for Kate. Providers and subscribers could communicate. Subscribers could also make requests. Have you heard of OnlyFans? Sergeant Mike, no. Sergeant Mike was interested to learn that Jeff had photographed Kate for her site that night she died, and her page contained subscribers' requests for personalized content. Could one of her OnlyFans subscribers have stalked and murdered her? He says they knew they had to cast a wider net, so they sent Jeff home. They spent about three weeks looking for other suspects. There were people from all over, and they aren't quiet about their opinions. It seemed everyone had an opinion on the way Kate died. Carol Robinson, reading Post. It's the husband. It might have been a freaked accident. And on February 22nd, 2018, they made their move. William Jeffrey West, 
the victim's husband had been arrested and charged with the murder. Bell was set a half a million dollars. Brittany, says Jeff, should never have been arrested. Firmly believing that police failed to fully investigate the hundreds of OnlyFans subscribers who had paid to see the racy content Kate posted. Authorities insist Jeff West is a murderer, but their tactics suggest otherwise. John Robinson says just a few months before trial, the prosecution offered Jeff West a deal. It's called Alfred Plea. Jeff would not have to admit that he committed a crime, but he would have to acknowledge that the state had enough evidence to likely convict. Now, if the judge accepted the deal, it means that Jeff would be let off time served and only two years probation. He could walk out of jail almost immediately. Maureen, what does it tell you as a defense attorney when the prosecution is offering a deal? John, well, that tells you as a defense lawyer, the prosecution has some problems with their case and they recognize that. According to the Shelby County prosecutors, plea deals are standard in every case. And Robinson says he told Jeff it was a reasonable offer. John, he rejected it immediately. Maureen, why did he reject the offer? John, because he says, I cannot say that I'm guilty of something that I didn't do. Jeff West decides to roll the dice and takes his chances in court. John, he understands the risk of going to trial. Jeff West goes to trial. For more than two years, Jeff West had awaited trial in custody. Sergeant Mike, it was very apparent that it was a volatile relationship. You're throwing almost 14 years of a relationship away, she'd written a week before she died. You don't want me, fine. Someone will. I always want you, he replied. The text went from erratic to erotic so fast that Robinson actually wanted to use them to defend Jeff. Authorities contend he would bludgeon her to death with the very same bottle. But why would Jeff West want to kill his wife? Sergeant Mike. I wouldn't want to speculate as to what drove him to that point, but I can certainly say that I feel that yes, he's, he's responsible for his wife's death. At the scene, I found it odd that Jeff did not ask for details about his wife's condition. I would have thought he would have at least asked, you know, can I see her? Kara believes what Jeff said made authorities suspicious too. According to Jeff, he went to bed at 10.30. Kate stayed up. Sergeant Mike. Now that's Jeff's version of what happened. And Sergeant Mike says he believed Jeff also lied about when he woke up that morning. Jeff told authorities that his dog got him up by barking at the police cruiser out front. But neighbors reported seeing Jeff before police arrived. Carol. She could see a man in the house packing back and forth, having laid out what they believed were Jeff movements, but what had actually caused Kate fatal wound. About a month after her death, police got test results from and from the liquor bottle. It had a silver of glass chip off, and there were two spots of Kate's blood on the bottom. Sergeant Mike, we had Jeff fingerprints on it, and his ring fingerprint was found over here. John, she was not hit in the head with that bottle. People believe that the judge threw the book at John West and Sindixon for refusing to settle the case. John Martin, I couldn't believe it. I really couldn't believe it. Almost three months later, Judge Bill sentenced Jeff West to 16 years. Both sets of parents are also stunned by the verdict. Maureen, how did you react when you heard 16 years? Nancy Martin, I wanted to cry. With credit for time served, Jeff will be behind bars for 13 more years. Obviously, we would have preferred a murder verdict, but we're glad to get a sentence as we did. 
Jeff knows if he had accepted the plea deal from the prosecutors, he'd probably already be home. I think society's always going to be hard on women for anything that we do. This will always be a family with someone missing. Maureen, in an honest light, how would you like her to be remembered? William, kind, caring mother. Nancy Martin, kind, caring person who loved her husband and loved her daughter very much. Lola is being raised by both sets of grandparents. Jeff West has filed an appeal. We'll see you next time on It's Evil, Real Alabama Cases. Stay safe. Hey guys, it's Miosha Bean. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast and just watching all of the videos that we are sharing on our YouTube and Facebook and Instagram platform. want to just offer you guys a membership level, guys. Um, we're offering it on Patreon at Miosha Bean official page for $5. Become a loyal subscriber to get early access videos to videos that I will never drop on YouTube, that I will never drop or has ever been out or seen um, by the public. So you get to have access to behind the scenes, interviews, and also we're offering membership on MBB Films Productions on my YouTube channel as well. You get to have membership live chats, access to early videos, and you get to connect to me personally on social media once you become a member. Um, there's three tiers, so there's a lot of special perks on that channel as well. So head over there to MBB Film Productions on the YouTube channel. Thank you guys so much for your support. It really means a lot to me and to our team. We'll see you guys soon.